Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. And welcome to episode 91 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. Many people that I speak with who are at diet rock bottom find freedom for the first time with intuitive eating. If you're new to the podcast or haven't heard of intuitive eating, It's a book that was written by two dietitians, Evelyn Tribley and Elise Rush, two people that have been um, guests on this podcast. And intuitive eating is the process of reuniting as, as the expert of your body. It's reconnecting and reclaiming that role, you know, saying that I know what my body needs. And the way to do that is reconnecting with hunger, fullness, and just how your body experiences food along with what your brain tells you. It's combining everything to help you make the best choice for you. Finding intuitive eating literally has saved lives. I've talked to so many people that have been saved from it, and there are lots of nuances with it. And because it has been helpful for thousands of people, I feel like 
So many people think that they just know what it means without actually reading it and doing their own work with intuitive eating. So many people have this belief that dieting or the the word diet itself is like this nasty four-letter word that doesn't sell anymore. No one's buying that word. So if you call it a diet, well, then it's as bad as calling someone a racist. But yet we know there's lots of people walking around who don't think they're racist that really are. Well, there's a lot of diets out there that are figuratively (laughs) walking around that are still diets, but yet people feel better about it because we're not calling it that. And unfortunately, what's happened is that so many misinterpretations or misuse of intuitive eating have happened. I have a letter from someone who has fallen in love with the intuitive eating process and has really found a new freedom with permission and curiosity, the two of the components with intuitive eating. Yet her weight has changed in a way that she is not really enjoying it. I think I'm really minimizing her experiences. She's gained weight and she hates it. She doesn't like it. And she thought that if she did intuitive eating, well, she would lose weight because that's the interpretation. So I really have a lot to say about this. And I can't believe it's been 91 episodes and we haven't spoken about this exact thing. It's a really important topic. I can't wait to dive in. Before we do, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by my free roadmap for those of you affected by PCOS. It's your first three steps to food peace with PCOS, and you can get to it by going to pcosandfoodpeace.com. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I have created an awesome course for those of you who are at diet rock bottom and affected by PCOS, or for those of you who are in eating disorder recovery and have PCOS. I have found a system, I've cracked a code to help you to make peace with food and promote health with PCOS. Enrollment is currently closed for the course, but I will be opening up enrollment again soon. The way you can get on the wait list to know when it does open again is to go to pcosandfoodpeace.com, get that free roadmap, and you'll be on the list to be notified when it does open up again. All right, well, enough of that. Before we get to this week's letter, I also wanna say that I'm going to be going to a number of conferences coming up. And just in case someone is listening is gonna be there, I wanna make sure that we can connect. First, I'm going to Fancy, which is like the Super Bowl for dietitians. It's also called the Food and Nutrition Conference Expo. It's in Chicago this year, and I will be there, and I'm excited to meet up with any dietitians or any other health providers that may be there for whatever reason. I would love to connect. And then the other is the Binge Eating Disorder Association Conference that is being held in conjunction with the National Eating Disorder Association. So it's the BETA slash NIDA conference. It's in Brooklyn this year, and I will also be going to that. I'll be speaking twice, one on uh, PCOS and food peace and weight stigma, and then another one will be... I'm talking about helping people in fat-phobic professions to be able to stay in school and thrive. And I'm excited to meet up with any of you. So if you are going to those, let me know. Shoot me an email, julie at juliedillonrd.com. I'll be looking forward to connecting. I have a free little gift that I'll be handing out as well. So be sure to connect with me there and I will give you the free gift. All right, enough of all of that. Let's go ahead and get to this episode's letter. Dear Food, I have been trying to make things right with you for a while now. I've been exploring intuitive eating for the last year 
and we've had some successful moments together. Remember when I wasn't able to keep ice cream in the house? Now I have multiple containers, which I eat when I'm in the mood and don't think about them when I'm not. This is something I feel proud of. I still make mistakes when it comes to our relationship. I know there are times I eat past fullness and there are times I eat when I'm not hungry. I'm trying to be as compassionate as I can with myself, but then I see myself in the mirror. I threw away my scale in October and haven't been on one since, but it's pretty obvious I have gained weight. A lot of my old clothes don't fit and getting ready for work and social events is fraught with anxiety. I have bought things in new sizes, but I cannot shake the awful feelings that almost paralyzed me when I see myself. I was not somebody who needed to be weight restored. What I feared would happen, happened. I gained weight. I always thought that if I binged less and practiced intuitive eating, that I would somehow magically become thin. That didn't happen for me. I know I can't go back to dieting, but I also can't seem to accept myself this way. I know about body positivity, health at every size approaches, and fat acceptance, but I can't seem to get there. Forget about body love. I'd be happy with body neutrality. It seems impossible for me to love my body at this weight when I know I look better, thinner. I don't know what to do about us, food. I will not diet again, but I second guess my choices a lot. Even when I hear experts talk about intuitive eating, They always say things like, don't worry, you won't always want to eat Oreos or pizza, as if those foods truly are bad. I give myself freedom to eat whatever I want, but in exchange, I hate how I look. Where do we go from here, food? Love, feeling like a failure. Thanks for your note, letter writer. I really appreciate it. And as I look through the archive of the Love Food Podcast, I realize that we haven't done this topic justice. You know, as you move away from diets and you're noticing that your relationship with food itself is healing and your body's changing, how to deal with that. And I think it's really important for us to talk about it right now because there is something that is happening that is awesome, but also at the same time, totally shitty. It seems like diet is the new four-letter word. Nobody wants to be called uh, a diet pusher or that they are going on a diet. And intuitive eating has almost become this really common word. And everyone wants to say that their way of eating is a part of intuitive eating. Unfortunately, what's happened is now this total misinterpretation and misrepresentation of what intuitive eating and non-diet approaches actually look like. I get the sense from reading people on Instagram and Facebook and just reading about um, general conversations about food styles is that if we just love ourselves enough that we will get skinny. I get the sense that's how most people interpret successful intuitive eating, that the weight loss happens anyway. And I know to be true that Evelyn Tripoli and Elise Rush do not have that as a part of intuitive eating. 
There, It's nowhere in the book. It's nowhere in anything that they've ever taught because it's not about the weight. It's about a person helping their body experience health and letting their weight be wherever it's going to be. And there's something really interesting about being a human. <laughs> there's, a, I guess, a lot of interesting things, but one of those is that our weight is always going to change. It's not going to stay the same, especially for we women. It's something that's just a part of our life. So I want you to know, letter writer, um, and I, I appreciate you're pretty savvy about body positivity, fat acceptance, and um, I have a feeling there's a part of you that already really knows this in your heart, but there's still that voice in your head that is captivated by diet culture. And so I want to let you know that you you can't do this intuitive eating work or heal your relationship with food. You can't do it to the point where you love yourself then. And I also want to point out, you didn't say this, but this is probably for people who are listening. I feel like people who are emotionally eating or binge eating, they're not necessarily hating on their body. You know, you can emotionally eat and binge eat and still love yourself. And I feel like binge eating is an eating disorder and it has really, I mean, it has nothing to do with self-love. Certainly there are people who are experiencing depression or not feeling like they love themselves, but it's not something that has to be with binge eating. Because I have to just point out that a person can be doing those behaviors and be perfectly okay with their body. And emotional eating is something that is really just a term that's not legit in any kind of diagnostic sense. And many of us who work in this industry, we think about emotional eating as really just a response of coping. We're just coping. And binge eating or emotional eating, honestly, I think if there was more permission for our body just to be whatever it's supposed to be like, there would be very few people who would be experiencing binge eating and emotional eating. I think a lot of those behaviors have to do with dealing with our fat phobic world. And our fat phobic world tells people who think their bodies are too big that they need to be smaller. And dieting is the act that comes before binge eating or emotional eating. It does. And so if you eliminate dieting and also fat phobic society, then I really feel like there's going to be very few people emotionally eating or binge eating, um, especially outside of just the normal kind of emotional eating. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that before, but emotional eating is really normal. All of us do it. It is really a part of normal eating. Moving on, I want to also explore something that you stated in the end of your letter. You mentioned that a lot of experts that talk about intuitive eating say things like, don't worry, you won't always want to eat Oreos or pizza. And I always want to point out Take the advice with a grain of salt because, again, everyone thinks they know intuitive eating, but do they really know it? Have they been through, um, have they actually even read the book completely? Have they done their own work with intuitive eating? Have they gone through and, and studied with the authors? I would really make sure that's happening before you take that advice from someone. From reading your statement, though, I get the sense that you're blaming those foods. You're blaming the permission to eat those foods with how your body looks now. 
as you know, you said you gave yourself permission to eat whatever you wanted, but in exchange, now you hate how you look. With all this being said, I'm gathering that you're blaming the permission with how your body looks now. I want us to really examine that because it's a really common narrative that I hear from other people on the same journey towards their food piece, that they blame the permission to eat with their weight change. And there's a couple things to keep in mind. I have no idea what you're supposed to weigh. I have no idea what anyone is supposed to weigh. I don't know how much I'm supposed to weigh. My body knows and your body knows, but that's it. What research has taught us is that the more we diet, the more we weigh. And the more we do that weight cycling experience, do you know what weight cycling is? It's when we diet and then we stop dieting. And so our body weight goes down and then it goes back up. And when it goes back up, it goes for most people. And research will suggest that one third to two thirds of people who regain the weight um, do regain more, that then eventually their weight is higher than it was to begin with. And so 95% of people regain weight after dieting. One third to two thirds of those people will regain more with each diet. And so as time goes on, the more a person diets, the more they're going to weigh. And what we've been able to glean from the research is that each time a person diets, it promotes their body to break down more muscle, which then prevents the body from needing as many calories. It learns how to survive. All of the weight cycling experiences, you know, the, the um, weight regain and needing less calories basically to um, regain that weight and maintain that weight. The reason why that happens is that your body is being a successful human. It's how we have over time through evolution figured out a way to, to survive famines. And so being so hateful toward it, although it doesn't sound like it's on purpose, it sounds like you really, really want to love your body, but hating that response to it kind of sucks because it's just how our physiology knows how to save us. And so I have this really cool graphic that Beth Rosen, the dietitian who was on last week's um, Love Food podcast episode, episode 90, she came up with that represents that change in our body and how our body weight slowly over time increases with every diet. And so if you you or anyone listening are blaming the foods or blaming the permission to eat or moving away from diets with weight gain, well, it's really not the it's not the fault of the healing process. The reason why the weight gain is happening is because of the diets in the first place. And also, we have to keep in mind that our weight is basically like a constant moving target because it's not something that's going to be exact forever. Our body weight is going to increase over time. Our body shape is going to fluctuate over time. It's just the way that our body is. To work towards body neutrality and move away from that body hate that you're talking about, letter writer, what I encourage you to start experimenting with is ways to rewrite how your brain acknowledges yourself. And honestly, we can't do that work without acknowledging how fat phobic our world is. Our body is not something that is 
there to look pretty for someone or to conform to a certain shape to be pleasurable to someone's eyes. And unfortunately, that's the way many of us are experiencing our world, especially as women. And that really, really sucks because it does move us away from health. So I have a couple resources for you, Um, a couple books actually that I find super helpful in this conversation. And actually there are two books that I usually can only find at like used bookstores, but I think they're just so helpful and it's um, worth the search. And one of them is called Body Outlaws, and it explores how our culture has defined beauty and those of us who are finding ourselves as outliers are not really following along with what everyone else is telling us to do and basically helps us to provide a new narrative to our brain. That's what I feel like you need, letter writer. Instead of conforming and succumbing to fat phobia, I really want you to disobey those laws. You know, I want you to disobey them. And I appreciate how tough those are. And there are a lot of us who are doing that. Another one that is excellent for this is When Women Stop Hating Their Bodies by Hirschman and Munter. It's an excellent book. It has these great exercises that you can do in there. And when I say exercises, I don't mean going on a treadmill. (laughs) I mean like um, exercises with how your brain is experiencing your body and how you see yourself. There are, there's excellent, excellent discussions in there and ways for you to move forward. All right. I see food has written back, so I need to sign off for now. Be sure to check out my first three steps towards food peace with PCOS free download at PCOSNFoodPeace.com. If you have enjoyed the show today, would you mind leaving me a rating or review? It's really interesting how important that is for more people to find the Love Food Podcast. And you and I know how much torture dieting and body hate can be on the psyche. And I feel like the more of us that can connect with our own attuned eating abilities, the more we are experts of our own body and really take claim with that, the better the life is going to be for everyone, right? So leaving a rating or review helps more people find the show. And the way to do that is if you just tap the picture twice on your um, smartphone right now, you can connect to um, a link that says subscribe and leave a rating and review in seconds. And you just click from there and it'll take you where to leave a rating or review. And I really appreciate them. I love reading them. They always brighten my day. So thank you in advance for um, going out of your way to do that and helping other people find the show. All right, food is written back. Letter writer, keep us posted. I know this is really hard work. I really appreciate your letter because this is such a common experience. And I also think you could be stuck there for years and I don't want you to get stuck there for years. There's so much more beauty and life to be had by moving away from the fat phobic world that your brain has been told it has to stay in. So keep us posted. Take care. Dear feeling like a failure. We know you're wondering where to go from here and only you have that answer. You and your body have reunited yet that reconnection is a radical rebellious act for a woman. You are reclaiming the expert role of your body. And our world says your body must obey in order to be acceptable. It must fit a definition of desirability to have permission to take up space. 
the uncomfortable feelings of failure are there because the man-made fat phobic rules no longer suit you. You're moving away and that tension is like a rope keeping you obedient. When you're ready, cut that rope. It may feel like you're floating away, letting yourself go, but really you'll be grounded for the first time. With firm footing, you can decide for you the way to go. Love food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.